Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 89th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. The Open Road and Den of Spiders. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Last time, the Pax participated in the Rite of the Winter Winds, the seasonal rite that the Garu perform every winter solstice. Though enjoying themselves, they noticed ideological and religious differences between the tribes as Older Brother began to gain more and more control over the Sept of the Sacred Stone. After the rite, the Pax decided to split up, with Mark, Dimitri, and Zeb heading over to the Sept of the Five Mirrors to inform them of the change of leadership of the Sept of the Sacred Stone, as well as visiting Zeb's family performing a rite upon Mark to reduce his rage, and to visit Dimitri's home at the Winterfang to see it how it had progressed. It had progressed with Good House International building the paper mill. Some callow kin now work for the Pentex subsidiary. Meanwhile, Kyle, Cora, and Roy went to the Sept of the Steel Mountain Roy deciding to meet up with Shen Gazes from afar, the last stargazer of the Sept, to learn Caliendo, and learning that the rest of his tribe had decided to leave. The Cyberdogs had taken hold of the Sept of the Steel Mountain, and one of their own has become an elder, a co-elder with Leeds of Steel. Kyle, doing some investigation for them, began to use gifts to try and track down Dr. Appleton, who had escaped the raiding parties of the Glasswalkers, the ones who went after her seemed to have disappeared without a trace. During this time, Cora decided to use the new dagger gifted to her by Guts the Weak to locate her Nyx's bangle and retrieve it. The blade took her to a dump where the spirit grew angry and demanded that she rinse it off in a cool stream and shatter many lights within the city to increase the darkness and thus regain its favor. The packs have finally reconvened and now they begin to go forward. Night has set upon the packs and they get a little bit of rest as something visits Korra Two Hearts in her dreams. Korra, you feel your bed rising up and down, side to side, back and forth, shaking in this slow, rhythmic rise and shift. Yeah, she'll wake up and kind of look around like, what the heck is happening? You wake up in the dreary wooden cabin, the bed of straw beneath you. You notice boiled leather and chain fitted perfectly to you as you hear men screaming outside. Get out of the bed and like peek through the window to uh, see what's going on outside and... You see your fellows covered in chain and boiled, boiled leather. 
axes hanging from them, helms, as you see the Viking ship rowing forward, as you see the leader charge, holding his finger forward, as you're gaining on a ship, you see Kyle and Dimitri hoisting up a sail as it catches, and you notice the rowers going, and Zeb calling out names and telling them to run down captain's orders as you see Mark running up and calling out commands of what he sees and directions on how they need to turn to catch up with the ship. So Cora's gonna gather all of that armor and um, put it on as she's coming out out of the out of her little cabin. You come out as you see the captain, a massive berserker with two huge axes, his shirt glistening with seawater and what almost like appears to be crusted blood as he looks at you and goes, Two hearts, are you ready? We raid soon! As he slams the, the axes together as you begin to gain. Okay, uh, she'll reply, I'm always ready. Remind me again where we're going. <laughs> Merchant ship, full of creatures of darkness, will wipe them out. Always the best time. Cora finished putting on her armor. Wherever it dwells, wherever it breeds. Captain Hellbringer, we're upon them. Prepare the boarding parties. Good. Cora, take your pack and jump aboard. We'll be soon behind you. On it. She goes. As you all leap across landing, as you see gaunt-like creatures, humanoid in appearance, though you notice something off about them as they bring their blades. Cora, you may make a dexterity melee attack, please. Diff six. The axe comes down and you take them take out. As you notice, your pack members and Zeb and Dimitri as well shift into Krynos as they start, as their armor fits with them and shifts bound to them. As they start taking out members left and right, axes in hand, as you hear screams. Some of them barely put up a fight as they throw up their hands and beg for their lives as an axe comes down as Mark cuts them down. Kyle slams his fist against another and throws them overboard as you hear the scream as the cacophony of blood surrounds you. If there are more, Korra will also, you know, change into Krynos and go at it. You said that there was something off about them? Just the... Some of the some of the ones who are defending, there's something off about them. They're not completely human. Okay. But they oh, look okay, human. Okay. And then okay. some of them are human and they are cowering and they're being cut down by your pack members. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cora will continue fighting the ones that are like defending, not cowering, but also shout out to leave some of the pure humans alive so that we can question them. As you're doing that, and your pack kind of agrees, though, Kyle... For what need do we need to question them? Wherever it dwells, wherever it breeds. How will we find more? This is the easiest way. Get the answers from them and follow that. The easiest way is to slay them. But you are Alpha, if that's what you want. Cora starts, like, just stops for a second. That's what I want. (laughs) And she continues hacking and slashing. As you see the captain swing as he sees them look at the others cowering as others jump aboard and he goes, hold them! As the guards are down, down, and you see the captain's quarters and he looks at you, Cora, 
cut down the door for me. And she'll... She won't actually cut down the door, but she'll, like, rip it off. It's As you rip it off its hinges and you throw it, you see a man huddling with two of his adult children as, as he goes, Please, please, I know that you come after me. I have done trade and come into your territory, but please leave my child here alone. As the captain speaks up, filthy leech, drag all three to the sun. As there's a kind of a darkness in the cabin, protecting them from the sun bleeding in. Cora will grab them, just pull. So you pull them out as they're begging, as one's crying tears of blood going, please, 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 I don't want to burn, please. Wherever it dwells, wherever it breathes. As you fling them out, and you hear her, you see her convulse and scream as her skin starts to bubble as raw flesh begins to show ragged before crusting with black burns as it screams around her as you hear the captain screaming no as he's crying for her as you see the other one burn the same before you huck him as well. The captain walks over and smiles and he places his hand on your shoulder calmly and goes, that's very good, Cora. Very good. Remember, most problems can be solved like this. The worm can only be fought with violence. Hold that in your heart and watch as you see the crew members slice the throats of everyone else who is captured and you gain the gift Tar Shadow. As you see the darkness in the room condense and fill your own shadow and you awaken. I don't know what that is. But okay. It's been used against us, and it's a pretty killer oh. gift. Oh! Oh, I love that gift, but I don't want to use it. I know exactly <laughs> the one you're talking about. It's such a cool gift. I am so torn. Damn it, Keegan. God, it's so cool. I want to use it so bad. Damn it, Keegan. <laughs> what? Give me such a cool gift, but I shouldn't use it. Uh, on top of what I sent you, every time you use it, the difficulty for frenzy rolls decreases by two for the scene. Okay. Cora, you wake up in your bed. You're still at Steel Mountain, hiding from the police for a little bit after your little tirade. <laughs> That's a good tirade. What do you do? Cool. I'm going to wake up and I'm like, get, get myself up and, and go see if I can find Kyle. All right. Yeah, Kyle's in the same guest quarters. I'm going to wake him up and we're going to talk about my dream. Oh, good morning, Cora. Yeah, good morning. I remember when we were all having lots of dreams when we were younger last year. <laughs> it's hard to forget. Uh, yeah. I had another interesting one, and she'll go through, like, what happened, and, and so she's going to go through the whole scene and explain, like, what she was feeling and how things played out and let him know, hey, this happened. I got, I got this gift, I assume, from the spirit that was in my dream, and I don't know what to do about it. In the back of your mind, Kyle, that same kind of voice that was yours earlier starts speaking. It's happening to her too. Everyone you love, everyone's gonna dance the spiral. They're gonna leave you alone. No, 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 no. I won't let them. Not like I let be. Uh, so out of character, did you tell me exactly what the gift does? Also, like, 
because this is the gift that I've seen in action. I've seen this in action. So, like, I will recognize it when she describes it. Yes, if you describe it. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to tell you, like, I think this is the gift that, that was used on us these times. So now Kyle will speak out loud. What did you think when you killed those leeches? I thought it was the right thing to do. I... It was difficult, because I didn't know what the the other two had done, other than the captain. He, If it was just him, it would have been an easy choice. But I thought it was the right thing to do. She's losing herself to violence. Can you ever walk away from violence in this life, Kyle? She's chosen which heart to follow. Regender told you too late. No, no, no. It's It can't be too late. She She told me about it. B wouldn't have, but she did. Maybe because she wants you to dance with her. Maybe deep down, she still doesn't want to be alone. And she wants you to fall just like her. Like this whole damn world. I'll die before I let that happen. They won't take me with them. That gift, I've only ever seen Spirals use it. I know, that's the problem. Cora, in the back of your mind you hear, and now we can turn their tricks against them. You hear in your own voice. The problem is is exactly that. It could it could be so useful, but it's a we've only seen black spirals use it. I don't it could be so useful, but I don't know if I can use it. Whatever gave you your gift, I think it gave it to you because of the decisions you made in your dream. But if it's a gift given to spirals, then it makes sense to me that it would be a bane that would have gifted it. That makes complete sense. As you hear in the back of your mind, but it was a great viking that gave me the gift. The gift from an ancestor spirit. The spirals are all thieves. Who's to say this gift wasn't stolen from the get? And I am the get who reclaims it. Fuck you, Keegan. (laughs) (laughs) I am... I am in awe of how many war crimes you are willing to commit with literally very little effort on my part. <laughs> no, dreams are, in dreams, things can take any form and any shape. The only thing that, out of character, the only thing that Cora could can really think of is as, like asking another get, like what kind of, what kind of gifts the spirals have taken from like, our tribe, but also like other tribes and like bastardized into their own. That has happened, yes. You've actually seen examples of it. It's too easy. This gift was given to to me too easily, like in her head, back to that voice. So Cora, as you're thinking that the gift came to you too easily, the voice in the back of your head said, too easy? After the indignities at Sacred Stone? After warring? and stopping the whole Karen from falling after admitting to the foolish nature of Guts the Weak after everything that was too easy. This is a gift that is needed for a Garu who is a cut above the rest, who will trap her enemies and make sure they don't run away. Maxwell escaped too many times. The spirits are making it so that he can never run away. B can never run away, not as long as they are captured in your shadow, and you will leave a long shadow. We will leave a long shadow because we are destined for greatness. 
we have shaken off the shackles of fools and stand upon the corpses of the weak so that sacred stone will survive and the get of Fenris will be strong. Cora will turn to Kyle and I don't know what to do. Kyle, in your mind, you just hear, hopeless. Can't be hopeless. She's, she's looking for guidance, I'm sure of it. She's looking for confirmation. She's always gone her own way, with, without your advice. Maybe, but I can still give it. And if she still falls, then it won't be my fault. What little lies we tell ourselves to comfort ourselves as Gaia dies and as everything falls apart. She bleeds, but at least it's not our fault. We talked to Korra. It's, it's all I can do for now, until I'm sure she's fallen, and then there's more. Impotence, that's all we have left. We couldn't even make Steven feel welcome until a spirit made it vomit out of him. We can still say the words. Then let's say them and get this farce over with. Perhaps, perhaps there's a way to remove the gift, if it truly is tainted? I, I sincerely hope that it's not. But if there's the slightest inkling that it is... You can overcome it. One heart, one vision. If it's, if there's the slightest inkling that it is tainted, and this is solely a black spiral gift, then I want nothing to do with it, because that puts the worm in my heart. Kyle will look visibly relieved at that. Meanwhile, Dimitri, Zeb, Mark, you're all at the close, you're in a truck stop in Wyoming. The bathrooms look like they've been cleaned pretty regularly for a truck stop, maybe once a quarter. And the flies, even in the dead of winter, kind of buzzing around as the smell of over-fibered truckers can be smelt. As you guys park the truck in the parking lot, the spirit comes out of it and the truck slows down noticeably as he's sitting there in the back seat with you guys as his arms wrapped around uh, Zeb, who's in the back. He's got that nice grease about him, like he's been working on as a mechanic now. And he goes, good job, boys. Almost here. You clean this truck up nice enough and I might even decide to bond with it. Bond with you. We're like amigos. His arms reach out and he grabs Dimitri and Mark by the shoulder and gives them a good shake. Y'all ready to work? Of course. Always ready. All right. You just got to work and you got to make them truckers' lives easier. So if that means buying drugs in town and running them in, fixing up their trucks at a discount price, sucking a little cock, whatever it is to make their lives better... You gotta do it. Oh, that was part of the agreement. That so. sure was. I was really hoping for for a bathroom hand job and not not the full <laughs> deal, but hey, you know, <laughs> all right. Gotta uh, love spirit quests. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, would it be would it be thirdy if we didn't have them? Yeah. All right. All right. How do you guys want to do this? The um, Mark, I'll focus on the trucks. Okay. Well, first we gotta figure out how we'll be able to help these guys. It's, I don't think it's going to be a very trusting thing. Three people just coming up to a random trucker and offering all kinds of services. 
I'm pretty sure truckers might be a paranoid bunch. I think it's easy enough to steal something that has a name on it, walk up like we work here, and just bluff our way through it. Sounds good enough. All right, can I get an intelligence investigation roll from whoever has the highest out of the three of you? We got an eight. Seven. Oh, you have eight? All right, there you are. There you go. (laughs) So, investigating through, you do find three sets of clothes that seem to fit all of you fairly well, though Mark will be showing a bit of ankle and just a hair of shin. As you notice the three name tags, Karen, Bobby, and Ronnie. Well, how should we do the name tags? It's just a name. I'll be Karen. All right. I guess I'll be Ronnie. I guess Dimitri will take the Bobby name tag. All right, as you click them on. And so, Bobby, you saunter over to some uh, truckers. You got your bag full of tools. Yeah, Bobby will walk up to them and ask, Hey, how, how, <clears throat> hey guys, how's it going? How's the road treating you? Doing fine. As one grabs your thing, kind of does like a squint. Bobby, what do you do? What do you want? What do you want, Bobby? We ain't breaking no rules here, as you hear in the behind one of the truck doors. Of course not. I'm not here to bother you guys about anything. I was actually actually wondering if I could could help you guys out with your truck. One of them has steps forward. He's got he's a pretty burly guy, and he goes. Helping out? You mean like a tune-up or...? Yeah, tune-up, anything you need. As you see him like tower over you, the guy's like seven feet tall as he's looking down at Bobby and Dimitri, you kind of get this intimidating sense as the guy puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, Oh man, thank you so much. My supervisor's been riding my ass. I've been trying to stop here and get my brakes fixed. And like, I could take a pay cut. I could take a big pay hit if I if I stopped anywhere off route and took any more time. So if, oh God, my wife and kids would would kiss kiss your feet. I'll name I'll ma- name my next kid or my next grandkid after you, whichever comes first. Just, oh God, Jesus, you you're a fucking lifesaver, man. Yeah, I'm I'm just happy to help. You know, it's it on the house free of charge. Shit on the house. God damn, I'm gonna have to come here more often. Alright, here's my truck as he takes you over to the big, like, you know, 18-wheeler. Pretty in good shape, but you notice that the, the brakes have been running hot. So, I'll need a intelligence crafts roll. Diff 6, Dimitri. Alright. Wait, Dimitri, my name is Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you take care of him lickety-split. In fact, you get him so good that... It's, all, it's like he went to a professional shop. Big guy goes, David, it's nice to meet you, Bobby, as he grabs your hand and dwarfs it in his handshake. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, it, hey, as he looks looks around, I know they ain't all on the house, so as he pulls out like his wallet and he hands you like 200 bucks, I know it ain't a full break service, but paying it forward to whoever else you can help out, right? The With this season... You know, a bunch of companies are sending more toys, more electronics for the post-Christmas boom since they were restricting the surplus. It keeps us in business, but it keeps us tired. I, I've been taking my two-hour mandatory uh, stopping break on the road, if you catch my drift. Yeah, I, I catch a drift. You, you know, you take care, man. Do you know anybody else that might need a little bit of help, like brakes, tune-ups, anything else? 
Oh, fuck man, everyone here. Some of these trucks have been running, running red line for a while, but none of us can stop or we could take a pay hit. Most of the major trucking, trucking routes aren't that close to a mechanic that can help us out. Those oh, bad boys shit. usually, yeah. So you do what you can, man, and shit, man. Fucking godsend. Fucking godsend, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll go around and see who needs to get out of here the soonest. I'll help them out first and go from there. Bless you, man. You good people as he starts running to his truck and getting into it and starts heading off. All right. Mark, how do you want to help? Uh, so Mark wants to head to, like, the restrooms. As I know with most uh, trucker stops, the restrooms also have, like, showers, lockers, places you yep. can keep stuff. And then yep. there's e- even some beds somewhere. So yep. uh, what Mark wants to do is uh, basically he wants to clean the restrooms and but he wants to somehow garnish like a tiny little favor from a spirit of like cleaning a spirit of soap uh-huh so that whoever like whatever trucker takes like a shower or cleans himself up feels just a little bit more refreshed just a little bit more energized when they need it or a little bit more rested when they need it okay that would be probably either a spirit of wakefulness a spirit of joy, a spirit of caffeine, any of those things. So what's the condition of this one? Yeah, so you walk in and it's got the the soap scum grime in the showers. The toilet's got flies around them, even though it's the dead of winter kind of thing. Someone had explosive something, uh, but clearly no one's been using that stall because the explosive something stuck around and the fallout just never got cleaned up. And so you may want to put on a hazmat suit and pull a Chernobyl if you gotta. Okay. All right, so how about this? So Mark's going to look around for, like, the uh, janitorial supplies in Mm -hmm. the bathroom, and he's just, you know, whatever protective gear he can get on, whatever they offered, and uh, he's he's just going to start cleaning pretty much. Okay. Uh, Would you like to use Apescraft's Blessing to bring down the difficulty? Definitely. And while I'm cleaning, though, I would like to start kind of popping out Gnosis to get the, to kind of like, hey, spirits, I could use a favor. You're going to want to do the right of summoning, and you're probably going to want to do that while not cleaning. Okay, cool. So, and they'll probably be better if I was in a clean area, too. So yes. we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Apescraft's Blessing. Hold on. I could, should have that. Oh, dang it. That's a uh, manipulation craft. That sounds right. Regifts. Apescraft Blessing. Witscrafts. Difficulty 7. Okay, Witscrafts. Okay, so you reduce the difficulty of your next roll by 1. So okay. the cleaning roll is going to be Dexterity Crafts. Difficulty 7. With the uh, difficulty reduction. And can I use a little willpower to get an automatic success? You can. Alrighty. Alright. Hey! So 5. So with, yeah, 5 successes as you start cleaning with some some hard work a mop some elbow grease and a putty knife you're able to oh. clean <laughs> clean a majority and you're able to clean the whole bathroom it takes about four or five hours but you do get to it and you're just going at it just cleaning away just getting it done okay and nice. so now the bathroom is immaculate all right uh zeb 
Right. I think there'll be two things. I'll probably just run orders back and forth, like food, whatnot, or other things. Um, but it also occurs to me too that uh, if I see some dude that looks like he's in rough fucking shape, um, using Mother's Touch on him. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, so let's say you found two of them. So okay. uh, roll Mother's Touch. I believe it is difficulty six for mortals. Without uh, any rage. You don't have rage. There right? it is. Okay, so five. Yep. I couldn't okay. remember. So. Oh, good. I didn't. I don't want to be. Didn't make it any harder on myself than I already have. All right, that trucker is good to go. He's just like. So you go in, you pat him on the back, sort of thing. As. So it's a little weird because you do have to do certain actions. So you kind of like trip and pour a water bottle down his back and use Mother's Touch to drench the wounds, and he goes ah oh, and he kind of looks and then he goes feel pretty good like he goes watch yourself next time karen gives you a shove sorry about that all right and then you get to roll again yep all right so yeah same to do kind of one of like something kind of obnoxious like you don't look so good and like have water on my hand and kind of like slap their forehead for a second and then be like ah you look all right all right so you, you do that as they they kind of wipe the water from their forehead and be like, "Okay, you, you trying to pick a fight?" Just looking out for you guys on the road. You have a good one. Take care of yourself. Walking away, you hear one of them going, "I think the boy named Sue is trying to pick a fight." All right. So, Mark, I'll let you do your summoning. How do you want? What kind of spirit do you want to summon, and how would you like to try and summon them? Um. Okay, here we go. A little, little bit of a twist. So, I, I kind of want this bathroom to pretty much stay clean. Okay. Like, let 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 this kind of be like a trucker legend kind of deal. Like, legend has it there's this there's this stop in Wisconsin where the bathroom is spotless no matter what. Okay. You know, kind of stuff like that. Uh, so I'm gonna. So what Mark's gonna do is he's gonna head into the showers, and he's gonna kind of turn turn uh them on gets get a steam going and then he's gonna kind of get himself uh he's gonna take off his uniform he's gonna kind of take a shower but then he's gonna take uh the soap and kind of make a summoning circle with the soap with the garu symbols and whatnot and it's kind of cool because the bubbles with the symbols are kind of shifting and moving and then he'll just kind of you know clean himself and he'll start summoning the spirit of cleanliness Okay, I need you to first roll Gnosis, difficulty 7. Okay. Alright, so your energy reaches out. So next, you're going to need to roll Wits Rituals. Uh, what kind of lo- what level of spirit are you trying to summon? Uh, gaffling, Jaggling. Jagglings are more po- powerful, but more sentient, which means that they will come with probably additional requests. Okay. Gafflings are weaker, and but their, their scope of knowledge is far more limited okay so i would imagine what would be better is a gaffling in this way in this situation with very specific instructions instead of trying to argue and trying to like it'll still it'll still require um an exchange of some kind all spirits require that it's just it'll be a lesser exchange than if you summoned a jaggling or an incarna Mm, okay all right yeah let's just do with the gaffling so that way, it, it's like a simple spirit. It's a simple task. The bathroom must remain clean. Okay. In how you described your ritual, I'll drop the difficulty by one. So it is difficulty four. Wits rituals, please. All right. 
as almost instantaneously the suds that run off your body collect into your clothes and form the shape, vague shape of a man or a janitor. Its voice bubbles and gurgles. Why have you called me, friend Garu? Hello, friend spirit. I am by the Garu name, Guides the Fallen. And I have just a simple job for you to keep. What is it? It is very simple, and it is a very appropriate task for the form that you have taken. The simple task that I ask is that this particular bathroom, restroom, and shower just stays clean, free of filth, so that the homids, so that the humans can stay clean themselves and not have to worry about cleaning this area. I can do such a task for four turnings of the moon, Great Garb. That would be perfect. And I will, uh, what I'll do is I'll take a little bit of Gnosis and I'll try to shape it in the form of just like stack of dollar bills, pretty much, because I'm paying him to do a job. He grabs it as it absorbs into his body and he thinks for a minute and goes, Garu friend, as you have asked me to keep this place clean, I ask you to to keep yourself regularly groomed and clean. Of course, spirit. This is a satisfactory pact. And Mark will uh, do kind of a trucker thing because he imagines that he kind of might have gotten a gaffling janitorial spirit and he'll kind of extend his hand out. and As your hand gets wrapped around in soap suds and it pulls away and your hand is immaculately clean. Ah. And Mine the spirit's body dissolves into water and goes down the drain and will aid in keeping this place clean. Nice. And Mark will clean up, put his clothes on, and then he'll hang a sign freshly cleaned on the restroom slash shower room. Perfect. All right. Uh, from you two now, I need you, or all three of you, as the days go by, I'm going to need you to roll uh, stamina checks. Uh, diff eight, please. Spend a willpower for success. You may. I will spend a willpower for a success. Yeah, I'll also go ahead and spend a willpower. So you all succeed as you're all getting kind of, kind of tired, but you're going, going at it as you're on your second 24 hours. I need another roll. The difficulty will now go up to nine because it's been nonstop. I will spend another willpower. Yeah, I'm also gonna spend another willpower just to be on the safe side. I'm all gonna right. risk it. I'm not spending willpower. All right. Ooh, man. Nice. So, successes all around as you've succeeded. You're feeling drained. It's once again going to be your you got your last 24 hours. You'll need to do one more stamina roll, diff 9, and you'll need two successes. I will spend a willpower on this one. And just for note, I only got one left now. Okay. I'll also spend a willpower and hope. Ooh, dang it. One success. Dang. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to spend the willpower. Okay. Glad I pocketed it. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Uh, so. Roll the mulligan. All right. All right. All right, Mark, you take one point of bashing damage. That will not heal 
until you get at least a 12-hour uninterrupted set of sleep as you're just too beat up now. Okay. As, Mark, you do fuck up a couple of the things you help truckers with as they kind of push you around. You get into one fist fight as one clocks you across the jaw and you take another point of bashing as you're... You get a black eye. Nice, nice good old-fashioned shiner. Uh, sorry, sir. <clears throat> Won't happen again. <sighs> but, thankfully, after three days, you have completed your work. It is January the 5th. And you can now start heading back to Colorado. And in fact, Steel Mountain is on the way. And it's only a f- half a day's drive from this truck stop. Mm, well, uh, just a- out of character discussion with the mates here. Um, you guys want to clean up the truck while we're here? I mean, since uh, we never really had an action for that and we needed to get this little mission done. Y'all want to clean up the truck? I say let's do it. Yeah, what, and, and the other thing is, what's the spirit's name? The spirit's name is The Unyielding Road. Okay. That's a good name, actually. I like that. As you get in the car, and you'll need to find a proper mechanic with all the tools to fully fix the truck. And if you get it cleaned up enough and do enough, then perhaps you could perform the right of the fetish on the truck. Well, Dimitri does have money. Yeah, so do I have that $200. So when we do find a mechanic, I'll just tell them, hey, I have a budget of $200 exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just do what you can. Or you agree to work with them and show them that you can work on this truck. That's a better idea. Yeah, just just throwing out ideas. (laughs) Uh, All right. Meanwhile, at the Steel Mountain, Cora... You get in the back of your mind that, what is Kyle on about with this gift? Has he seen this place? All these weaver-infested guru, and he decides to, to just come after me? After me? I'm not B. I'm smarter than B. I'm better than B. I'm stronger than B. But he, he didn't come after me. I asked him for advice, for help. And then his advice was, you're worm-tainted. After you've done more to fight the worm than any of them, you're the one who told Dimitri to drag that leech into the sun, that it was going to taint him by feeding off of him. But how much more harm did that cause? How much more than it solved? It killed a leech wherever it dwells, whenever it breeds. Its mere existence is a, is a blight upon Gaia, Korra. Come on, you know this. We know this. It was created. It's wrong. It's unnatural. They should all be destroyed. Their character doesn't matter. They're an abomination to the cycle of life and death. It just created more problems. Did it? What problems did it create? It created a rift between one of our kinfolk, which we don't need more of. It created a rift with a kinfolk who is going to fall to the worm. She had a connection to a leech. She is kenning, and she decided to take sides with a leech. She decided to fall for its tricks. They're soulless husks. They can't do good in this world. They can't even feel. 
She fell for the trickery and she's proven her own corruption. And the only thing you're guilty of is trying to spare Dimitri's feelings about the fact that his beloved Veronica is some sort of worm whore. She hadn't fallen yet. She, she hadn't fallen at that point. She And she doesn't, she is simply human. She doesn't have She's more than human, she's kin. She doesn't have the willpower to try and fight off vampire tricks. It's not a choice for her. How do you know? She seems pretty willful to me. Cora, Veronica will betray you. Remember the dream. There's only one way to deal with the worm. Wherever it dwells, whenever it breeds. And she is not worm. How long before she decides to fall to another vampire? Do you even know how many left are left in Colorado Springs? What if she becomes a spy for them? Are you willing to take that risk? Put the Karen at risk after everything you've sacrificed to make sure it's safe? Your honor, your dignity? All of our Kenning and kinfolk are, are susceptible to that. It's But she knew and met a vampire. She spoke with it. She defended it after Dimitri destroyed it, and its hold would have been lost over her. She chose to be some sort of corpse fucker. I know better than many that mistakes don't define a person. She's continuing to make that mistake, and she's drifted away from the Garu. The only thing left for her sitting in that sea of emptiness is the worm, and you've seen what the worm can do to anyone. You need to make sure that an eye is kept on her, otherwise she could bring down so many others. To those leeches, you see what they're willing to do in this war. Why'd you lose your nerve now? There is a point of no return, and she's not crossed that line yet. She's not fall into the worm. She can still be brought back. She can still be tr uh, considered trustworthy again. What do you say, Cora? Deep down, I know you'll know what to do. You've done it before. You'll do it again. You'll rend those who've strayed from the path. Because in the end, words mean so little. You don't have the luxury of compassion in these cases. Kyle, you're in the cafeteria area as you see several garu grabbing breakfast things like that it's changed not significantly since the last time you hear the coffee maker got upgra upgraded but you know that's really about it all right uh kyle will grab some breakfast and sit down as you're sitting down young black woman sits next to you as ladasha looks over well hey there i heard you were back yeah i uh still owe you a favor after all you do, and I think I might actually have to call it in. It seems pettier than I want it to be, but I gotta know. Especially with this Karen going the way it's going. Yeah, what can I do? So, I've been doing a lot of stuff for the Karen for years. Especially, you know, computer stuff. It's how I earned my, uh, she take, makes air quotes, deed name for the sept of Geek Squad. But I'm starting to suspect that some of the cyber dogs are hacking my my computer they're getting a lot of the same info i'm getting as i'm getting it and undercutting what i do for the karen 
I assume that you're not getting credit for that then. No, I'm not getting credit, and I'm worried that they're looking at my personal shit. They do seem very much um, interested in connecting everything, and I imagine that there aren't many lines they wouldn't cross for that. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to notice too. So if you could just do it, I, I bet they're not doing it the conventional way. I bet it's through your spirit sight or whatever that they're doing it. And if you could just, just find out. I just want to know one way or the other. And then I can try and do things, you know, a little differently if I have to. Of course, yeah. There's a spirit I can talk to that I'm friendly with here. He might be able to help. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Kyle. I, I really appreciate it. And with, you know... With Terrence gone, I wasn't sure who to turn to since so many of the original Garu here just haven't been, you know, haven't been around since the Appleton disaster. Of course. And, you know, you probably wouldn't have much luck talking with the Cyberdogs directly about your concern, but maybe if it was Leeds as Steel telling them that maybe the kinfolk shouldn't be made to feel uncomfortable in their home. Maybe some kinder words than that. I, I'll think about it more, too. Okay. Hey, thanks. Anytime. All right, Kyle, what are you going to do? Well, probably I, I can, since I don't have to uh, walk sideways here, I can just go to the center of the cairn and walk through, right? Yeah. So I will probably do that and then call for Scudder Spike. All right, as Scudder Spike kind of zooms in and goes, Guards below! How can I help you? Well... I was wondering if you or any other spirits had interacted with Geek Squad's computer. Me? No, no, not a computer. Only your phone. Oh, okay. Okay. Grabbing data off of it, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that just to make everything, like, more efficient, faster? Some, as the yes. data comes in? Grabbing data is shifting over. Cyberdog built an amazing spiritual database. You could barely believe it. Guards low. So much data, so much place for me to store things. It's it's beautiful. And so I grab off of her phone and they're able to triangulate it with data from other things, other kinfolk and all the computers here in the office. Instantly gathered and correlated through algorithms. Oh, it sings. Kyle, it sings. The melody is nearly perfect. It's so close to the one song. I don't think I've heard of the one song before. It sounds incredible from what you describe. It is. Think about it. The song that describes time, reality, the song that we all march to, the song of our mother. Oh, so all of the information all at once, everything as tight and controlled as possible. Yes, the one song, the one song from the mother, the great spider from beyond the... The membrane of this this world. We all dance to the one song, all of my kin. I've given more abilities to jump between notes, but the song rings true through me. I want the one song to play. I want it to I want you to feel it. It's such a beautiful thing. Imagine feeling and knowing what everyone else is thinking and doing that you're part of something, a fragment of the whole, that even if you're gone, the song continues, your notes replaced efficiently and maneuvered as you move, as the song just continues on and maneuvers. 
through all of time in the Telerium. Wow. I, I assume that some of the other Garu, they can hear this song. Some can. Some of the, the great glasswalkers can. That does sound incredible, Scutterspike. Thank you, thank you so much for telling me about it. Of course. You should speak with either Cuts Through Code or Drone Master. They very much know the one song. And even Fights on Rooftops is starting to listen. It was thanks to the Cyber Dogs that she could listen to it. Key, and I'm going to assume that that's based on the arm? You can assume that. Okay. Uh, then I, I will speak that assumption out loud. Oh, because they, they helped her with her arm. Yes, and she was so grateful, and just much more open-minded to the song. Well, that's that's very interesting. Thank you. Of course. I, I think I will speak with them. Okay. Glad to help, Kyle. Maybe you can hear the song, too, and we can sing notes together. That does sound nice. Thank you again, Scutterspike. And Scutterspike lightnings out of the room. He's much faster now, given the upgrades. Uh, this is some of the worst news Kyle has ever heard. Uh, <laughs> 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 just <laughs> to put that in perspective. <laughs> Fair. And uh, it's Drone Master that is now also an elder here, right? Correct. Great. So Kyle will go back into the physical. Okay. And find Ladasha. Okay, you find Ladasha. Hey. Hey. So you wouldn't have... Oh, Oh. yeah, everything's good. You wouldn't happen to have your phone on you, would you? Yeah, right here. It pulls it out. Could I borrow it for, like, two minutes? Uh, sure. All right, I'm... And I'll grab it, and I'll motion, like, with one finger, like, hold on, and then... Kyle's going to run it to another area, put it down, <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> Look, so they're definitely looking at your phone, for sure. Probably also your computer, just not the spirit that I knew. But I wouldn't talk about that for now with anyone. Okay. Uh, shit. You've, you've got a glasswalker back down at your Karen, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you get me the contact info? Uh, I'll use a different phone. I'll buy a new phone today. And I'll give him a call and see if I can leave this place and head down that way. Okay, and I I think that's a good idea. But just know that not everyone here is maybe too far gone. But look out for yourself first. Okay. Yeah, okay. What do you mean too far gone? She just looks around and she, like, clenches her jaw a little bit and goes, Are we in a den of spirals? No. No. There are... The cyber dogs walk a very fine line. Some of them stepped over it. But not the line you might be thinking of. But it's a line that could be dangerous to you nonetheless. Okay. Thanks. I'll, uh... I'll keep that in mind and I'll start taking care of some stuff. Yeah, um... I'm gonna have to get a new computer too. Shit. Sorry. I Though, keep using them like you would until... Okay. Oh, and actually, Keegan, I do I have Quickwire or... You do. Uh, okay, good. Then I'll, I'll give her their contact information now. Okay. <sighs> Thanks. Of course. And let me know if you need anything, you know, before either of us are gone. Yeah, I will. Don't worry, I got a car. So, worst comes to worst, I can... I can run and I can try and petition your Karen to help. Okay, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. 
Cor and I may have a conversation with Leeds of Steel later, just not about what I thought we might be talking to him about. Okay. Oh. Can I get my phone back then? Oh, yeah, of course. Let me use it really quick, though, to make it look like I needed it. <laughs> and Kyle will run over and he'll just Google something real quick and then <laughs> hand it back. Thank you so much. <laughs> How to talk to women in five easy steps, huh? <laughs> it, well, it's... I can be awkward. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, Dimitri, Mark, Zeb, you kind of putt-putt down south as you cross the border into Colorado and hit up Fort Collins. As you drive into a nearby auto place, Spirit of the Truck reemerges. Oh, good. I ain't going to have to be keeping this thing together. I could definitely, as he puts his arm around Zeb and Dimitri, who's driving, and gives him a shake, could definitely use more Gnosis. It's hard pushing this car for this many miles without a drink of Gnosis, and toothpick of Gnosis, if you catch my drift. I'll, uh, here, you know, I'll spend two Gnosis to create a, a, a packet of smack right. and give it to him. <laughs> See? And I'll, I'll, I'll be discreet about it. Like, like you know, yeah. like, oh, hey, buddy, yeah. Grabs it as you see see it absorb into his skin and disappear. Yeah, I'll also give him two gnosis in the form of a cup of coffee. <laughs> as he, he grabs it, it merges into his skin as he takes a couple. He goes, yeah, all right, Zeb. All right, um, so do we need do we need parts or do we need we need a person to work on this thing? I'm guessing we need you, parts. You need parts because Dimitri can definitely work on this thing. Okay. The uh, the truck has several cracked cylinders. The catalytic converter is busted to shit. Someone clearly sawed it off for uh, trace minerals. You've got some rusted bolts on the frame that need replacing, and you need well, a new battery. So more than more than the two hundred bucks, far more. But Dimitri can probably get the labor for free and start working at the uh, the place if he needs to. Oh, I that's right. I just remembered again. Um, I do have contacts in uh, in uh, the mechanics union. Could oh, I use can... that to get some parts for cheap? You can. Yes. So you will get the parts for sheep, but the guy does say that you gotta work at his buddy's garage for the next uh, the next week. That's fine. Sounds good. So that's what you got. You'll be doing. Um, meanwhile, at Steel, or so as you guys drive over, the guy guy looks at you and goes, "You, Dimitri." Yeah, that's me. Marcus, uh, and who are these two chuckle fucks? Uh, chuckle fuck one here is Mark. Who is Zeb? Oh. Thank you for your service. No problem. Not you. Mark will just smile. <laughs> Thank you for your support. As he goes, these two good around a wrench too? I didn't see anything uh, about them on the union registry. Oh, no, just just me. They're just two friends of mine. They wanted to come along. They're interested in learning a little bit about cars. All right, well, Brandon said that you're mighty fine with the wrench, so I'm going to trust his word on it. All right, as you go in and you guys start working for a week, you're going to have to scrounge up food still as well as you guys have some time to uh, bond. As Dimitri's under a car, Mark's right next to the bag as Dimitri's 
cranking away and he throws out his hand asking for a tool. Mark hands a tool. Dimitri, you hear in the back of your mind, I wonder how Veronica's doing. And I'm going to try to push that thought just out of my mind and focus on the car. It's, there's a time and place for that. It's not now. Zeb, you're kind of just thinking, you just keep hearing the whispers in your mind. Roy's going to fall off the path without us there. Roy's going to fall off the path without us there. Roy's going to fall off the path without us there. I know. I know. I know. I know. You shake with anger and gain a point of rage. All right. Does uh, Mark notice this uh, shaking? Yeah, you... So, as you're working... As you're helping Dimitri out, Mark, you notice... uh, You notice Zeb walking in with some more... Burrito Gong, which seems to be his favorite fast food place, as he's shaking with the bags in his fists. Zeb, are you okay? It's a tough time on the road, Mark. Thinking about Roy. Right. Worry about him, too. As you hear in the back of your mind, Mark, he looks real stressed. You better say something nice about Roy. He seems to be worried that he's going to fall apart without them there. Maybe something about how he's been really improving lately? Mark will think to himself, Yeah, def- Mindscape has been improving. Well, things have been tough for everybody, especially for Roy. He's, he's gone through a lot of changes, but as tough as it is, as we see him in this low, he's definitely improved. Back of your mind, Zeb, you hear the, Shit, Roy's even convinced Mark. Damn, Kyle's the lone holdout over there now. I wonder how long he can hold them off. And back to Mark, Ugh. He puts on a face because he thinks, he thinks what he's saying was everyone wants him to say. It's unfortunate that it makes him kind of malleable. Well, being bonded with a pack with him, you would know more about that. But it is a shame, given the recent events of truth that have consumed the sept. You think maybe a little bit of ritual, what residual of it would have stuck with him. I can only do so much to bring the boy back. Let's stick to the truck. And before Mark gets back to the truck, he'll put an assuring uh, hand on Zeb, give it kind of a squeeze, and look him in the eye and go, Don't worry, he speaks with sweet whispers. We'll get through this. That was good, is all you hear in the back of your mind, Mark. I only try my best, and it seems my best is working. Yeah, your best. Kyle, Cora, Kyle, you start approaching Cora. Hey, Cora, um... Do you remember when we were dealing with uh, our white howler friend? Yes. The Garu we ran into who we thought at first was, well, Garu fully, but was infested with the Weaver? Yeah. I think we need to go talk to Leeds as Steel, because I think that's happened to some of the Garu in this cairn. Tell me about it while we're on the way there. Yeah. And I guess for posterity's sake, we would also, at this point, grab Roy, but since he's not here, like, just because if this goes real bad, we're going to leave, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Like, if he's just like, I'll fucking kill you if you say that again, it'd be like, okay, we'll we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, but then we'll, we'll head on over, and I will either very quietly or without using precise terminology, because I don't know what parts are being listened to, or whatnot, uh, head over there and explain. Okay. All right, as you head over there, as you get to uh, Leeds of Steel's office, I'll I'll knock on the door. 
you just hear a, come on in. Open it up and head on in. And if there's no one else in there, close the door once Cora gets in. All right. You get in, you close the door. Leeds is still looks at you. He leans back in his chair. Kyle, Cora, what can I, I do for you two? Well, we noticed something potentially problematic. This might sound strange coming from two who, well, aren't glasswalkers. So I, I know how it might end up sounding. And I, I want to first say that the cyberdogs, I think it's impressive how they can walk such a fine line between Gaia and the Weaver. But I don't think all of them are walking that line. What makes you say that? I'm friends with one of the spirits here, Scutterspike, if you know him. Yes, I know Scutterspike. He told me of the song. The one song, yes. Would you care to tell me about it then, in your words? Yes, the one song is how Weaver spirits communicate. It is their connection to the Weaver. It's not, not really a song as we can conceive of it. Think of it as both music and pure mathematics and geometry all in one that passes through Weaver spirits so that they can communicate. It's actually how some of our gifts work. There's some gifts that allow us to pluck that information from the threads and listen to it. And we can do that by essentially hacking the one song. Okay, and that's, perhaps I had a little less understanding of it than I thought, but that sounds about right to me. Um, in our travels, we've met one Garu who was infested with the Weaver. And I don't mean they had technology grafted into them. I mean, there were spiders running through their eyes, infested working not at all for Gaia, but only for the Weaver. And when I spoke to Scutterspike, he told me that there were two Garu here that were just fully listening to the song, just as the Weaver spirits do. Who are these Garu? <sighs> Drone Master and Cuts Through co Code. And that Scutterspike believed that soon, fights on rooftops would join them. As he grabs the bridge of his nose, he leans down, and he thinks for a moment taking a deep breath and goes, Scutterspike is a gaffling. He may have gotten things wrong, but I will have to look into this. It's concerning. We'd have to run an actual trial on the both of them, as I'm sure you're aware. This is a massive accusation. Yes, well, do keep in mind that Scutterspike does view this all as a good thing. So, so long as you approach him, or I assume other spirits of the Weaver, who you are friendly with, they will happily tell you this information. Let me see. <sighs> we'll have to look into it for sure. I don't know, it seems... I haven't seen any spiders in either of those two Garu's eyes, but the Weaver is known for subtlety, I suppose. And I, I should mention that we were with that Garu for hours before we noticed, before they made it clear, and it was because we went against what they had wanted. Okay. Hmm. I'll have to do some... We'll have to start talking about this then. Can you find me any sort of information? Hard evidence. They will make a compelling case that Scutterspike misinterprets the cyberdogs, especially because those two are the most cybernetically enhanced of the group. That makes sense. Well, I'm... <laughs> None of us are Thurges, so I don't think we'd be able to find that information through a spirit. I... The only other information I can tell you that I know at this moment is that all of the kin's cell phones and 
computers have been, well, hacked by these spirits as well to provide information for the spiritual database. I signed off on that. Seemed like the best thing to do. Rumors of what happened at Sacred Stone made their way up here about what happened to some of your kin. And there are more leeches in Denver than there are in Colorado Springs. Ah, yes, I see. I can understand the caution. If you need to talk, as he looks around, and talk plainly with your packmate, the meditation chamber, the Zen garden, is still free of weaver spirits. Gazes from afar has made sure of that with his quarterstaff. Very well then. Is there anyone here who might be able to help in the gathering of evidence? Even if, well, I don't want to inform more people of these charges, and Kyle will put air quotes around that word, without more concrete evidence. But we could probably use help finding it here. Spider Tender could probably help. Most of our thurges are gone. The only thurges left are from the the glass wa- or from the cyber dogs. And guess which thurge they brought with them? Cuts through code. <sighs> Great. Okay. Well, I suppose we'll just do what we can then. All right. Keep me informed, and they'll be renowned for you. Of course. We'll do everything we can. Thank you. As he motions to the door, and you head out. Yeah, so I guess uh, I guess we'll head to the meditation room. Okay. Yeah. As you two get into the meditation room, as you see Roy and gazes from afar, just practicing a little bit. I'll uh, I'll wave at them, but then sit on the other side of things for now. Yeah, go sit over next to Kyle. Do you have any ideas? Beat the information out of them. That probably won't work. Nothing useful. No, I don't think I have any either. It's just, I mean, we've got gifts and fetishes for dealing with the worm, and that's almost always clear-cut, but... How do we deal with the weaver? Yeah. Not really not something we have a whole lot of experience in. No. Out of character, is there a role that we could make for... I mean... <sighs> Nor- if it's spiritual, normally it'd be like, oh, yeah, I know what that role might be. Or, <laughs> mm-hmm. but What are you trying to figure out exactly? And I can tell you what the role is. Okay, so I, gu- I guess fairly specifically is that Kyle doesn't actually know. I mean, he, he knows what he would want to prove, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. they are weaver infested. And like he could go up and openly accuse them and try to get them to their equivalent of rage. But that seems like a terrible idea. So... The alternative would be, like, speak to a, a a spirit higher up the ranking that would confirm, like, oh, they absolutely are tuned into the song. But that's not really Kyle's thing. So he's thinking, like, what is... So... What a, here in the physical would tie them? Okay. There's stuff in the physical, but there's one other thing you could possibly do, and it's this is the, your, your hint. Remember when you had to delete the information about the Warwolf serum? That was in an umbral data bank. Oh God. <laughs> okay, that no, seems like that a pretty good hint. <laughs> 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 Similar to just telling me, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kyle, suck with strudden, sudden inspiration. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, there was an umbral umbral data bank for literally all the information that had passed through a computer, maybe there is an umbral databank for Garu who are fully of the Weaver. 
That's not the craziest thing I've ever heard in two years. <laughs> Cord actually does that. She looks down at her, her wrist. <laughs> we will see how they proceed into the darkness and into the umbral scape next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.